Hey, y'all. So, um, y'all know I believe in being transparent. Uh, and so the episode that's about to air when I stop talking um, is the most transparent and vulnerable, I think, there's no thing, that I have been to date. Um, it's not easy to share something so intimate with other people, um, especially not when it is not something that you are proud of or something that you are happy to be dealing with. Um, One thing that I wanted to say before I uh, go into the episode, um, well, there are a couple things. One is um, if you are in need of help, get help, whether that is therapy, whether that is meds, whether that is, you know, church, whatever it, whatever it is. And it can be all three. Um, make no mistake. I have a therapist that I see regularly. Um, I believe in therapy, even when nothing is wrong. So, you know, get help, but, but also we have got to remove the stigmatism that exists around, um, medication to help balance some of the emotional challenges that we are experiencing. There is nothing wrong if you need therapy and meds. Um, and I, I use those together because um, therapy is okay without meds. Meds without therapy, not so much. Um, get the help you need. There is no shame in getting the help you need. It is a sign of strength. It is a sign of fight. It is a sign of courage. Um also, if this is you, like if this resonates with you, you are not alone. Um, please, please, please just get some help. Get the help you need. Um, I am going to link the suicide hotline number um, to this post so you'll have it as a resource. Um, the other thing that I, I do want to say is that um, I, I harp on a lot in the episode about reaching out to your people and, and checking on your people. But the other side of that is we have to understand and be compassionate that our, our friends are not therapists. And so while we definitely need those friendships to continue to move forward and people should you should check on your people. And that's super important um, as someone who's also going through. It is important to understand and recognize that while my friends can be the best friends they can absolutely be, they are not licensed therapists. And even for the ones that are, they are not my therapists. It's kind of like when doctors um, are not to operate on their own, you know, children or, or parents or siblings. Um so respect the boundaries of your friends and respect the limitations that they have and what they can and can't do, can and can't offer. But um, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter how dark it seems, get some help. Get some help. If you're not sure where you can go for a resource, um, let me know. I am happy to connect you with some resources to be able to get you the help you need. Um, lastly, if suicide um, conversation or talk or verbiage as a trigger for you, um, then just be mindful before you go into listening to this episode. Um, hope you guys listen with an open heart. I hope you learn something. I hope that you take away that depression doesn't always look like you think. And some people are much, much clo- closer to a life altering decision than you may ever know. Um, just be kind. Hey, y'all. Um, we have not even really started season guess for um, today is Mother's Day. And so I want to start by wishing all of the mamas, baby mamas, 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 <laughs> a happy Mother's Day. Um, if you're listening to this, Mother's Day will be over, <laughs> but hope that you enjoyed your day. Um, 
I also spent a lot of time th- today thinking about those who no longer have their moms, um, either because something has happened to them or because the relationship is strained. Um, and also to people who want to be a mom but can't um, or haven't been able to. Um, so just sending y'all some extra love on today. Um just sending y'all some extra love on today. I hope that no matter what the circumstance is, um, that today was a good day for everyone. You know, I also want to send some love to the women that don't want to be nobody's mama. Like, today we focus on the plight of the mom, right? How difficult it is. Um, But I think there is also a population of women who don't want to be anybody's mama, and that is okay. Um, we we tend to shame women who don't want to be a mom. Um, you know, even if we don't know we're shaming them, we tend to shame them by being like, when you having a baby, when you going to get pregnant um, without thinking about maybe they don't want to. And so we probably should just mind our own business. Like if they don't have a baby, then don't ask. Maybe they didn't want one. Maybe they've been trying and haven't been able to, but... Mind your own business. It is absolutely free. Anyway, um, I want to hop on here today and talk a little bit about depression. And um, I wasn't sure I was going to share. Um, I haven't really been sure what I'm going to share, to be honest. Lately, it has been really touch and go. And i um, been dealing with a lot personally and it has it has um hindered my energy and motivation to share many things but what is coming to the bubbling to the top for me in this season is that we need to be talking about depression we need to be talking about anxiety we need to be talking about suicidal ideation we need to be talking about your circle and help and therapy and love and support. Um, So if you follow me on Facebook, if you are my friend in real life, which I know many of you are here because you are my friend in real life. Some of you don't actually know me, but welcome anyway. If you're my friend in real life, uh, a couple days ago, I put up a post about depression and anxiety and just kind of the confession out loud that I'm not okay Um, That depression and anxiety have been wreaking havoc on my life in a way that I have not experienced before and I am not used to. Um, I definitely deal with depression, definitely deal with some anxiety. So that is not new for me. Um, I have not, though, dealt with suicidal ideations. Um, If you don't know what that is, it just means suicidal thoughts, um, suicidal ideas, ideas about suicide, how you can commit suicide, what that might look like. Um, And and suicidal ideations go more than just, huh, what if I died today? Um, That has not been something I have battled um, with any depth, right? Um, Although there have been dark days, there have definitely not been days where I was like, um, not consecutive days where I was like, you can take me now. Um, 
as you know, my my son battles with that. Um, it has not been a secret. It has absolutely been something we have talked about on this podcast. And so I know how that feels as a parent. I know what it feels like to be helpless, to feel helpless, to feel like you want to save your child um, from their own mind and remind them of how much they mean and how much you hope they'll continue to fight on this side of heaven. So I know what that feels like as a parent. I have not experienced as an adult what that feels like um, to be on the other side. Um, I bring that up because this last six weeks has included more suicidal ideations than I have ever encountered. Um, I know several people who have committed suicide and then in recent weeks, it has been in the news more than I think I've ever seen. So there's a young lady, the student who, um, wrote the letter and then drowned herself. There is the, um, there is the, um, the pageant queen who, you know, jumped from um, her her townhouse or her condo um, and so many other, you know, celebrities or even just people who aren't celebrities, but also celebrities who have taken their own life for one reason or another that we may or may not understand or identify with. Um, those things are, are beginning to hit home for me in a way that they had not before. And then, as I was alluding to before, a few minutes ago, um, a couple weeks ago, I put up a post on Facebook about how I was not okay. And, um, you know, I, I kind of outlined some of the ways that anxiety and depression can look being, you know, they we, we are showing up, especially high functioning, right? So many of us who are experiencing depression and anxiety don't have the benefit of not showing up. Um, I, you know, back in the day, I used to think about depression as you laying in the bed for days at a time with your curtains drawn, not eating or drinking and not wanting anybody, not wanting to be bothered. Right. Because that's how they depict it on TV. And that's great if you have that luxury. Um, and I'm, I am, let me be, let me be mindful of my words. I am not saying that it can't look like that right now. I'm also not saying that for those people that, um, depression and anxiety is debilitating. I, I should not call it a luxury. That is unfair. Um, what I am saying is that there are things in my life that if I don't get up and do them, regardless of how I'm feeling, then they don't get done. And I think as a, a bigger concern is not only do they not get done, but now other people start to notice. And so the depression and anxiety can no longer be cloaked under high functioning because obviously if you don't get out of bed for three days, somebody notices. Somebody for me notices. Um, at that point, my kids are wanting to know what's wrong. They probably calling my mama and telling on me. So I just don't have the ability to not show up. Um, and so high functioning depression and anxiety, you know, looks different for different people. But, but for me, it is continuing to show up, continuing to cook dinner for my family, continuing to go to softball games or pick Isaiah up from school. Or, you know, you might see me in a picture laughing, or I may decide I want to go to brunch with my girlfriends. Um, but it also has looked like limited social time. So I may want to go to brunch, but I didn't go out for Cinco de Mayo. 
Um, it may look like, you know, my friends are calling me and I'm calling them and um, I'm doing more listening. Tell me about you. Tell me what's going on in your life that I am sharing because sharing is a painful place um, for me right now. It has been a painful place. Then today something happened and um, it's hard to even share because it is it, it requires um, such an amount of transparency and vulnerability. And I know my mom is going to listen to this and I kind of want to call her and be like, don't listen. So um, today's Mother's Day. I celebrated with my kids, my mom. I went to church this morning, had a powerful sermon at Christian Faith Center with Pastor Tim Timberlake. Um, That was one of those sermons that you like, do you have to talk to me in front of all these people? (laughs) Do you have to call me out? It was one of those, right? So he's talking. I think I cried through most of the sermon. Um, And then I left pretty immediately after church. I didn't stay and 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 chit-chat. Um, my mom and I usually leave, you know, not long after church. We leave together. Today, I was like, all right, I'll see you later. So I was cooking dinner for the family. Um, got home, you know, went right into, into mommying because what else she going to do for Mother's Day, right? So went right into mommying. We also were kind of celebrating my son's birthday because I was out of town for his birthday last week. And so we celebrated. I celebrated them, gave them their gifts. We ate. Um, They ate. I did not eat. Um, Have not particularly been hungry. Um, Cleaned up. Uh, they will tell you that I am probably a cleaning phenom that, that happens almost right away. Some of that is because when it's over, I want it to be over. I want the kitchen to be clean, the food to be put away. I want it to just have a period and not a comma. Um, my mom left, my son his girlfriend left, my youngest daughter left and went to work and Maya was the last one here. We sat around, we chit chatted for a little bit. She left. As soon as the door shut, I broke down into tears Um, I mean, I was sobbing and much like what's been happening over the last six weeks, I have not really been able to put my finger on what's wrong. Um, everything, everything's wrong. Everything's falling apart. Um, I I don't think I have really chronicled what all is going on right now in my personal life, which I, I will, I will definitely give you guys some insight into that and share a little bit about what's been going on and and where things stand and, and, you know, why I have kind of spiraled into this depression and anxiety tornado. Um, But at any given moment, it's just minimal functionality, right? So it was like the door shut and I went to pee and uh, literally melted down on the bathroom floor. I I peed first. So just so there is no confusion, I did not pee or it was, they were two separate things. Went to the bathroom, washed my hands, melted down on the bathroom floor. Um, and sobbed for a, a while. Um, and I got up and I went to Walmart and I cried all the way to Walmart. 
uh, walked around Walmart and got some things, determined that people either knew I had been crying or they thought I was high. Um, and not really, you know, wanting to make eye contact in that space. Coming home, um, on the way home, um, something happened that had never happened before. And I heard a voice very clearly say to me, they will be better off without you. Um, I drove a little further. Um, I started crying again and I screamed at the top of my lungs. They will not be better off without me. I need to be here. Now I'm driving down the street. (laughs) I'm screaming and crying. There is no one in the car with me. Um, and so the next thought was like alcohol and pills, lady. And so you might be like, why is she sharing such an intimate part of what's happening? And I'm sharing it because the other day when I posted the post about not being okay on Facebook, So many people reached out to me, either in my Facebook DMs or people text me um, to tell me that they were going through similar things. And I did not, you know, I did not give any details about how dark it is inside the tunnel that I'm in currently and how, you know, challenging things have been. I just, you know, said what high-functioning depression and anxiety look like. And so many people reached out to me to say that they have been experiencing some similar things. And it broke my heart because while there is comfort in knowing you're not alone, it also is very painful for me to know that so many people are experiencing similar things. Some people wrote me to say that they had experienced similar things and they made it out. And that's always, you know, everybody loves a good success story, right? Others, not so much. Others were writing to tell me that they were still in the throes of it. So I I got home. I pulled into the garage. And I sat in my car and cried for 30 or 45 minutes. And if you believe in the power of prayer, I prayed and prayed and prayed in that time frame. And I was like, I will not drink alcohol and take pills. This world, my family is better off with me here. I said those things out loud. Um... And I don't have any pills here except except ibuprofen and I would need to take like 47 ibuprofen. Um, Who's doing that? I'm not doing that. And so I'm sharing this part of the story because people see me and that's not what they see. Um, They see me and they see a very strong independent mom who has it together. And I know that because y'all told me that. (laughs) 
um, who has it together, who's fighting whatever battles, who's managing her kids and this, this job and who's being a great friend and being strong and showing up. And y'all don't see the darkest battles. Um, and it's not just about me. I, I'm sharing this because I assure you somebody in your circle is battling just the same. And maybe their reasons are different and maybe their um, motivations are different. But they are battling just the same. And maybe they don't know the power of prayer. And maybe they don't have anybody praying for them or with them or interceding on their behalf. And I am grateful because I do. If nobody else is praying for me, I'll tell y'all something. Alice McLean Clements is praying daily, multiple times a day. And the last time I talked to y'all about, um, you know, any, any, any inclination that I didn't want to be here, she texted me and was like, that ain't an option. You just text me and tell me that you need me to intercede right then and I will do it. I will drop what I'm doing right then. So that lady's praying for me. But I'm sharing this intimate piece of what I'm dealing with in the moment because everybody doesn't have that. Everybody does not have someone praying for them, interceding for them, asking how they're doing and meaning it and listening Not everybody has friends that'll show up at their door when they didn't ask them to. You know, showing up just because. No, I don't want to talk to you. Hell, I don't even want you over here. But come on, come on in. Sit here and make sure that I'm fine. And so I just... I want to encourage you to check on your friends. Show up for them. I has, I've had people ask me, you know, what do you need? What can I do for you? And the reality is, is I don't know. And nothing. Pray. Pray for me. That's what you can do for me. But my concern is that some of you aren't even asking. One of the one of the places, one of the areas that I fail at, um, I I will always take care of someone else. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I have it. It doesn't matter if my cup is empty. It doesn't matter if I can't even figure out how I'm going to pay my own bills. If I got $5 and you need $5 and you got $5. Um, and so there have been a number of people that have reached out to me over the last six weeks, eight weeks for different things. Um, and make no mistake, my cup has been empty. I mean, bone dry, like (laughs) desert dry, but I'm very quick to say, what can I do for you? What do you need? And that is a flaw of mine because the reality is 
I, we, I mean, I can jump on out there with you, but we, baby, we going to both drown. Cause I, I can't carry you. I, we going to drown, but guess what? I ain't going to let you drown by yourself. And so I'm just, I'm sharing this piece of the story because I want to encourage somebody. Check on your people. Check on your people. You know, we are very quick to be like, I got my own thing going on. I don't got time for that right now. Will you have time to go to the funeral? Will you have time to mourn when they give up the fight? The reality is all of us have something else we could be doing. All of us have a different way we could be using our time. All of us are fighting different battles and it looks differently. Don't assume just because somebody's showing up every day and they look put together and they clubbing and they going out and they drinking and they having a good time and they smiling that they're good. Ask anyway and then listen. We get so caught up in asking and before they can even answer, you off to something else. Think about how often somebody says, good morning, how you doing? And before you can even respond, they're like, oh, that's good. Have a good day. They don't know if you said, I'm doing awful. Somebody hit my dog. My leg got cut off. They are asking, but they've already assumed that you're like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Because we have programmed responses for people before that we even ask the question. I, it's kind of like, um, you go through the, you know, you, you, you order some food and somebody says, you know, thank you. Enjoy your meal. And you're like, thank you. You too. They ain't order no food. You order the food. And I've, you know, I've done it. I'm, I'm guilty of it because it's, you know, it's kind of one of those knee jerk responses. Or somebody says, happy Mother's Day. And you say, happy Mother's Day to you too. And it's a man. Or it's a woman. And you don't have no idea if that lady got kids. So I'm encouraging you to ask and listen And if you don't know what to say, it is okay to shut up and be present. You don't have to have an answer. You don't have to have a solution. You don't even have to take on somebody else's stuff. But we have to do a better job about being so about being less consumed with what we got going on that we are just not caring about the people that we claim to care about. Because you'd be the first one in the front pew crying. Can't Somebody got to peel you out of the casket. 
Now, having said that, it's also the reality that we can't save everybody. I have an amazing support system. Had I come home today and poured a glass of vodka and taken some imaginary pills that I don't have, it would have been nobody's fault and nobody could have saved me. Most times with depression, um, it is an internal battle that people fight on their own um, that nobody can save them from. With the young ladies, um, actually with both the young lady, um, the student and the pageant um, queen, um, both of them said in their letters that, you know, their moms had done everything they could. Um, while I am grateful that my son continues to battle, um, I know that I do everything I can. Will that absolve me from guilt if something happens? No, but I do know that I do everything I can. I show up, I check on him, I love him, I support him, I tell him, he knows that. So I'm not saying that any of this, if someone, if something happens to someone, it is not your fault. It is not your fault. But I am saying, check on your people. Check on the people that you say are your people. You don't know if the phone call or the text you send could be the thing that shines light in the the cave that has no light. Your text message, your phone call, your smile, your gesture of I see you could be the light that they needed today. Check on your people and be kind to people you don't know or that aren't your people. Just be kind. You don't know what somebody else is battling. And it ain't your weight to carry. And you're right. Maybe whatever they're carrying, whatever weight they have, made it, you know, a longer wait for you in the target line. Or maybe she was nasty to you on the phone in some customer service arena. Or some area where you like, well, you ain't got to take this job. You could have been doing something else. Because I've absolutely been there too. Be kind anyway. Be kind anyway. It doesn't take any slack off of your back to be kind anyway. Because you don't know what they're battling. That don't have nothing to do with you. Be kind anyway. So, I ain't decided if I'm going to tell my mama don't listen to this or not. (laughs) I know if she listens, she's going to have some choice words for me about today. The reality is I showed up as best I could when I needed to. And I fell apart 
when the show is over. But I'm still here. I'm better. I won that battle. Um, prayer is real. Faith is real. God is real. I won that battle. I will continue to fight for a number of reasons that I will probably share in a different episode. But I will continue to fight. Others may not. Check on your people. The last thing I'll say before I sign off for tonight is um, a really good girlfriend of mine, Jessica. You guys may have heard me talk about her before because she's my photographer. And I um, have a friend who committed suicide several years ago. And one of the things that she and I have talked about over the last several days is how it impacts us now when we hear someone say, I'm tired. And so I would encourage you to listen to people who say they're tired and they're not talking about sleep. Because there is an exhaustion that is defined by I'm tired. That means their soul is tired. Their spirit is tired. So if you don't take anything else away from this episode or this this piece of transparency, what I would say to you is be kind to people. Check on your people. And when you ask people questions, listen for the answer. If you're not prepared to listen, then don't ask. Your ask could be the difference in a dark tunnel and one that has a little glimmer of light shining through. I love y'all. I have so many things that I want to share as we continue to move through um, this this season, both the season in my life and this season of the episode, I mean, of the podcast. Um, so many other people I'm going to bring in, things we need to talk about, get some therapists on here so we can talk about that. Um, but just love on your people. Know that I see and appreciate the way you guys love on me too. So I love y'all. Talk to you soon.